What's up, FitFam? This is Giovanni of Geo's Logic, your host of Fitness Junkies. I hope this show meets you in good health and spirits, but if not, I hope it inspires you to do something about it. Today, I've got some great news for me. Um, I'm doing a recap uh, and breaking it up in some bite-sized pieces for you on YouTube. But I'm going to do a recap about the last 10 shows. So every 10 shows, I like to do a recap and let you hear my perspective on the things that we talked about with my guest. On the show, I, I really try and let my guest have the stage. I want to hear their perspective, and I want to hear what motivates them, and hopefully that motivates you. But a lot of times on the shows, I don't get to give you my perspective, which I believe is so on point. But the good news is, um, my body fat assessment that I took yesterday, um, I go to a place called DexaFit, Las Vegas, and it's a great little spot on Charleston and Rainbow. It's clean. It's, it's, it's the best. It's the gold standard to get a body fat assessment. And the thing that I love about it is it's it just keeps you on track the one thing is you don't have to you can always postpone your body fat test but if you don't have something to hold you to your goal it it uh it kind of gives you an excuse or it lets you off the hook when it's a decision to either eat junk or not work out um so uh, every i'd say three to six months, I do a DEXA scan. And that is one of the things that holds me to my nutrition and my workout and workout intensity. Mm -hmm. So before we start on, on my uh, DEXA fit, let's see a little bit about the first episode of Fitness Junkies, where it all happened, where it all started with Vanessa Saros. What's up, Gio? You ready? Yeah. On this first episode of Fitness Junkies, I'm with Vanessa Saros at the Kilo Club in Summerlin, Las Vegas. Today, Vanessa is going to give me her favorite lower body exercise if she could only choose one. This is a single leg exercise. So I'm going to start with my right. Focusing on your right glute, you're going to step back with your left. Her favorite ab exercise. This is the rope crunch. You pay attention, I'm keeping my hands steady by my head here, and I'm bringing my face down to my knees. And her favorite upper body exercise. So I'm going to start at the top, and you're going to do like a smooth arc around. And later, we're going to see Vanessa in a bikini. We're going to get her body fat tested at DexaFit Las Vegas, so stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, Vanessa was so kind to get in a bikini, and that, that's how you have to do it. If you're a girl, you're in a bikini, and if you're a guy, you're in, uh, uh, you know, a spandex uh, bike shorts. So, um, yeah, so anybody here in Las Vegas, you got to go to DexaFit Las Vegas. Tell Nate Geo's Logic sent you, and he'll give you a discount. So, yesterday... Um, well, first of all, let's back up. I planned uh, in March, I got my last body fat test. I was at 18%, which is okay. It's not great. Um, I guess it's great for my age, for most people at 57. That's correct. Um, I was at 18%. So the next test I had was for, uh, I think I had it for the 4th of July, but I hadn't been as consistent with my nutrition as I wanted, so I pushed it back to this weekend, Labor Day weekend. Again, I don't, I can get, I can postpone the test again, I can cancel it all together, but I use it to mentally have a laser-like focus on a goal to eat clean and exercise const consistently and at the right intensity. So, my results were I was at 13.1% body fat, 
body fat. So I lost 5% body fat. I lost seven pounds of fat and I gained 10 pounds of muscle in six months. Now, some people might go, that doesn't seem like a big difference, but if you know, or if you're in the fitness world, you know that's a stellar result. Um, I'm gonna give myself a pat on the back, that's right. Um, yeah, so the other things that are really important, and especially people that are trying to lose weight, and have belly fat, it's a thing called your waist to hip ratio. And for men, it should be under 0 0.0, I'm sorry, 0.9%. So under 1%. I was 0.89%, which is great. That's my uh, waist to hip ratio. The, this DEXA scan, which is a, a uh, a very mild x-ray that gets your bone density as well. The, the single most important measurement out of all these is what they call the, your visceral fat. It's the fat around your organs. So ideal for a man is under 1.1 and I was 0 0.25. So there's very li little bit of fat on, uh, on my, around my organs, the ones that kind of can be life-threatening if you have a pot belly. The other thing that was really nice um, to, to know, my bone density is really off the charts. It's about 5.4. The normal is kind of between a 0 and 2.5, and I'm on a 5 on that. Um, this, this test is really cool. It gives you the, the variance between the left and right side of your body. So you can see if you're, um, maybe working out harder or you're getting more muscle development or leanness on one side of the body compared to the other. And I was a little bit right hand or right body dominated. So I was a little bit not as symmetric as I would may have liked to be, which means as far as my training uh, regimen goes, I need to do more isolateral uh, exercises, meaning where I'm not pressing both the right and the right and the left arm at the same time, maybe uh, not doing just squats, maybe doing more lunges or step ups or just one leg, one um, or one arm exercises at the same time so that you're um, balancing the strength. You're, you're, you're not letting one part overcompensate for the other. Um, so a really great test. Um, it's really great to know that I, at this age, I'm still able to be putting on muscle. I'll have to admit here that I do do testosterone therapy, so I do get a little help. Um, but, you know, it's because I, I've taken my measurements, my blood, and I noticed that my testosterone was low. So I'm not just abusing steroids, which can be done, but I'm, I'm just letting you know because a lot of fitness influencers, and we'll get to that later, but a lot of people just think, oh, he's, he's this old and and he's got, he's just, you know, eating clean and working out hard. That's all he's doing. I want to be 100% transparent. Um, I do get a little help. So, um, but it, steroids isn't a magic pill. It's, you still have to eat clean and you still have to work out hard. So don't get it twisted. So that's the good news from the DexaFit world. Uh, so. My next topic is still about me. My favorite topic um, is my MVPT miniseries, and it's called Geo Gets His Move Back. The reason I think I was so productive in my changing my body composition in the last six months is because I've started physical training, uh, personal, um, not personal, physical therapy, at, over at MVPT with Ron Gallagher. 
Um, he does functional fitness, physical therapy. And I, oh, let's just show you a little bit about that before I get into the topic. Would you say you feel better or worse of the same? Better. I did the heavy set on Thursday. Right. And I followed it up on Saturday with another set. Nice. But I didn't, I didn't feel fully recovered, right. so I went light. Right. But I went through the whole thing. Love it. We haven't been able to do that. I know. That's the first time we've been able to tie on Two decent sessions like that. Right, Thursday, Saturday. Right. Which is two days rest. Right. This is going away. Yay. This is going away. <laughs> I get to it first, I got you mad. I get sad when I get to it last. Get it, then I'm never going back. Get it, then I'm never going back. I get to it first, I got you mad. I get sad when I get to it last. Get it, then I'm never going back. Get it, then I'm never going back. Going up, going up, going up, going up, going up. I thought it was just going to be a steady, slow slide down to the grave. Yeah, your, your idea was to try to ramp that up as high as you could because the slide is going to be as long as it's going to go and there's going to be a point where you just stop. 100%. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Great fitness stories. Um, they all talk about breaking through, and, and that's kind of where I feel I am right now. I feel like I broke through a wall. It almost makes me cry to think how long I've been stuck at that wall. He's all, I deadlift 185, and I think I could do a little more. And I was like, he's going to do 200. There's nothing like having a coach push you, and there's nothing like being in an environment where everyone's trying to be their best and try and get healthy. When you're on your own, you might skip a step. You might not add that extra five pounds. You might not do that extra set. And it's, it's really good to have a coach that actually guides you, pushes you, knows when to pump the you brakes. Know, like, everybody needs a coach. Yeah. You know, and as talented a trainer and knowledgeable a trainer as you are, you can't coach yourself. It's definitely different here. Let's put it that way. It's definitely different when you're in MVPT <laughs> for when you compared to when you're not here, 100%. It's been a little over two months, probably close to three months-ish. Um, and what future Geo now would have told Geo then. then would have been fasten your seatbelts and don't let old triggers stop you. <laughs> Jamming on that song. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, MVPT here in Las Vegas, Ron Gallagher, look him up, um, he's the bomb, um, he will flip your whole biases, your whole thought process of rest and recovery and pushing through your limitations, 100%, you need to look him up if you have injuries, whether you're a runner, whether you're a bodybuilder, um, he will change your perspective on this. The biggest thing that he did for me was he's helped me realize that 
the pain triggers that I normally would, would normally have me saying to myself, I'm going to stop because that hurts. He's taught me how to do specific exercises, weight-bearing exercises or resistance exercises, and then push through that pain, and you can get to the other side. So literally, almost every session there, I'm breaking through the pain and realizing that those pain signals don't necessarily mean stop. Now, some do mean stop, so don't just go and try this on your own. But a lot of what I had been stopping, my, my self-imposed limitations, were not truthful. They were a series of beliefs that I developed over years and years of doing an exercise, trying to do heavier squats, trying to do lift deadlifts, getting a pain and going, up. Oh, that's pain, back off, rest, recovery, over-recover. He's taught me what over-recovery is, which I never th thought there was a thing about it. All these things that, that help. You feel good when you get a massage. It feels good when you stretch out a tight muscle. It feels good when you do a hyper-ice and you're vibrating your muscle and it starts to feel good. But it doesn't solve the problem. A lot of the problem is muscle weakness and your over recovering the muscle and you're not strengthening it. So again, he implies functional movements, functional movements with heavy weights and um, different exercises to help you break through your self-imposed limitations. You don't have to continue to do less and less until you're not moving at all because it hurts. So people, um, look him up. Um, Ron Gallagher, MVPT here in Las Vegas. So my next uh, guest was Katie Chungwa, who is now part of the Sticky Paws family. Um, she is a, a reporter. Um, she's a former ice hockey player, a former IFBP bikini pro, and now she's a personal trainer. She is a World Sports Network, WSN, online sports reporter and host of her own podcast called Built with Katie Chungwa. And uh, let's, let's see what uh, Katie had to say. Words Fitness Influencers has been kind of diluted over the last five years, I guess, with just women and men that have good bodies, no matter how they got them. Um, just kind of cashing in on that and not necessarily really caring about what they're doing and the people that are following them. I feel like you're a little bit different. What do you say to that? Well, you know, <laughs> five years ago, I don't think influencer was really a, a word that was used as frequently as it is today. Yeah. I would say more back in the day, I was a fitness trainer or a competitor in the fitness industry and I helped people. And now with social media, it's the social media influencing, which, yeah, you're influencing with your social media, by your posts, by your examples. And with social media, I love it, but there's a good and a bad side to everything. Yes, yes social media. Um, some of us love it. Um, I don't really like putting too much of my personal life on, on social media. You will very rarely see a picture of my food, and I never use filters. So I try and be as real as possible. However, there's a lot of fitness influencers out there which are really distorting the truth, and that's what I want to talk about here. I don't hate on anybody trying to make money, um, but I do hate on people that do try and make money at the expense of others in that they are deceitful about how they change their body or how they are so fit or lean. Meaning they tell you that all you have to do is eat clean and work out hard in this particular way and you can change your body and your life. 
where they're using other things like steroids or diuretics or Photoshop or filters. Um, they're not being truthful to you and you get sucked into it because you envy them and envy is, is not a great place to be. But so what I really tell people is really kind of investigate the people that you're following. The, really kind of in, in investigate how that person changed their body. Really kind of look at the photos and, and do they seem real? Do they seem like they're just too perfect? Because if you have that as your goal, you will just never get there unless you do some of the things that they're doing. And that's just demotivating. So you might get all inspired by their bikini shots and their maybe even competitions. Um, and you, you, they might say the right things and they might give you a good rah, rah, rah. And they know, you know, you can do this girl, you can do this, but they're not being 100. Um, so you really got to know who and why you're following somebody and what programs you're signing up for. Katie Chungwa, I think, is, a, you know, there's very few like her. She, she's come from a real bodybuilding fitness world. She competed. She's an IFBB pro. So she's, she's legit. Now she's not trying to be that lean. So she looks good, but she's not like, stage ready 24 seven around around the year so she gives women a realistic goal to to obtain and she she can tell you from her experience how to get there she has a, an app she has a podcast and that's the kind of person you want to follow someone that's real that's someone that can can really give you advice and really give you the direction that's going to give you the results so that you don't get demotivated, so you don't get discouraged. Because a lot of these fitness influencers out there are out there just for the money, are out there just to get followers, are out there just to turn their social media into another form of moneymaker. They'll, they'll, they'll sell you diet plans, fitness plans, and they make it seem like all you have to do is follow these things, but they're not even following those things. And that's where I get upset. So really look at the people you're following. You know, don't do the filters. Don't follow the people that are doing filters. Or you can follow them, but know that they're not 100. You know, that's where you need to really draw the line. So, my next guest was a young lady named Natalie Renee, or Rain, I think it's Rain, Natalie Rain, R-A-N-E. She's a personal trainer over at uh, Fit Club, and she also does another type of training, which um, was very fun to watch. Let's take a look. So, yes, um, this girl was a former exotic dancer, a pole dancer, you know, at a strip club. But she did a pivot. She took her pole dancing and turned it into a personal training business and kept the pole dancing piece to it. There's a couple things I want to point out here that I didn't get to on the show is that the pivot in your life can be very positive. You can take what some people might seem as a negative, meaning being a, an exotic dancer as a negative, although I don't think it's a negative. I think 
if you got it, flaunt it, as long as you can flaunt it. Um, I don't look down on any girl or any guy that can use their body in the adult entertainment world and make money. Um, go for it. I don't, it's, it's your choice, it's your body, go for it. But I do like how instead of just doing that, she turned that into a personal training business. And because she liked the beauty of doing pole dances, she continued to do pole fitness. And it's not easy. It really requires a lot of upper body strength, um, it, and leg strength, like muscles that you don't even know that you have or, or need to incorporate in it. So you can um, really like get a workout doing pole fitness and it's just a variety. And that's a, the other point I wanted to make is that you don't have to always go to the gym. You don't have to always do cardio, straight, boring ass cardio. You can do other things like pole fitness, which is, like I said, a really tough exercise, especially for women, and men do it as well. So pivot. You can take your certain situation and turn it into a positive. Basically, you're making turning what you might perceive as lemons into lemonade and doing something positive. And you don't have to only do um, pole uh, you only have to do weights and boring cardio. You can do other things like pole fitness, um, tennis. Um, gardening is even considered an exercise. So you can do different things. So don't let that stop you and do something. You know, get moving. All right. My next guest was... Uh, this is a really great one. Um... Adam Sedlax, he's the CEO of UFC Gyms, and at the UFC Fit in Silverado here in Las Vegas, I met a boxing phenom named Ulyssia, and she was just amazing, like adorable girl, and she's a bad, bad girl. <laughs> she's a killer boxer and um I, I, I bet she's still undefeated since i did the show but let's take a look how quick were her hands oh my god insane. when i saw like i literally <laughs> saw her and i was just like oh my god this little girl is going to be and she's already an athlete yeah. well you know could, could you just sense you know listening to her her confidence and and you know the fact that she was proud to be there that's what training in the world of mma does to somebody that confidence level, that trigger in their head to say, hey, let me participate in life. It's so it's so great to see that. Now, what do you think about UFC Fit? I think it's really awesome. I love it here. Oh, cool. And what about Edward? He's an amazing trainer. Well, it's fun, too. It's like, that's the thing. We forget that exercise is fun. Yeah, it should be challenging, of course. That's how we change. But if you're not having fun, why, why would you be doing it? Yeah. And if she wasn't doing that, you know where she'd be. She'd be on the couch on an iPad playing mm -hmm. games. Yeah. Right? What's better for you? So yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, she was great. Very inspirational. Um, we actually got that on um, Channel 8 News here, a local news program. Um, it was so inspiring. They, they aired it as well. So the... The thing that Adam pointed out and the thing that I really um, marvel about the UFC Fit brand is that th it's a family-oriented gym. It's, it's, you can be that young. I believe she's eight years old, and um, she is able to train with a trainer there um, which is very unique in the gym world because, you know, insurance and stuff that you have to have to, to, to protect yourself from lawsuits. But there's these kids that, you know, you go with your, your father or mother or both of them and they're working out and you're take, your kids are taking a class. And I went into a class um, on another episode 
And there was like a bunch of kids that look like they were heading or are already obese. And it was really good to see them in class, in a martial arts class, and learning a martial art and getting fit. Now, the fitness piece of it is only a part of it. They have to eat clean as well, and that's, that's another part of it. But I'm very, very attached to the um, childhood obesity problem here in the United States because I was a chubby kid. So when I see kids and families trying to incorporate a fitness lifestyle with their family, it's really exciting for me to see because it breaks my heart because I know the pain and struggle that they're going to have to go through if they continue on the path of being overweight or obese as a, ch a kid and then a teenager. It's not a fun road, trust me. So there are, I think, 12 or 14 um, UFC fit gyms around the country, and they're a, a national gym. They also have UFC gyms. So there's UFC fit and there's UFC gyms, which all incorporate martial arts and um, weight training, which is a great thing because martial arts teaches you discipline. And um, the whole concept is around not only that discipline, but the discipline of, you know, doing stuff when you're when you don't want to do it, um, doing things like your homework and doing things that you love. The fun part of, of boxing, you know, like she was hitting the mitts and heavy bags and things like that. So it's really good to see that. And if you're near a UFC fit, look it up, go in. If you have a family and your kids are struggling with all the crap they're being fed and marketed to and and they're always on their iPad or they're always watching TV and you're struggling to get them moving, go to the gym, get yourself fit and get them fit and teach them from early on that this is what they need to do. UFC fit or UFC gyms, check it out. Oh, and Ulyssia, um, amazing just what a, a pleasure to meet such a lovely girl um and she loves boxing and i love it and her father was great he was like i'm not just gonna keep her boxing i want her to do other sports so he has his head like straight on and he's got the the he's got it he knows what to do so um I forget which episode is it, but you can go to my YouTube channel, Fitness Junkies, and watch the whole episode. You will get inspired to get your kids motivated. All right, so the next show uh, was with another firecracker, um, um, a beautiful woman from Zimbabwe, South Africa, um, she really blew me away. I got, I lucked out and got her when she was, um, here in Vegas. Um, she lives in Colorado and, um, was really, was really blown away by this episode. Uh, let's take a look at Gidget. You spoke of Olympia. Mm -hmm. Your goal is to qualify. Mm -hmm. And then what? What's yeah. <laughs> Win your so, division, obviously. Yes. So obviously, you know, competing's fun, but I like to have a goal, you yeah. know, because it just pushes me more. And yeah. it's, um, so my goal is to qualify for the Olympia. I'm not sure. I have to check this 100%, but I'm almost positive I'll be the oldest IFBB bikini pro to ever step on the Olympia stage. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, you know, like that would qualify me for the Guinness Book of World Records, which would be kind of fun. Wow. And one of the main reasons I wanted to do it was because... I feel like, especially here in America, more than any other place I've lived in, a lot of older women don't get the respect that they deserve mm. because they're an older woman. Mm. You get discounted automatically. You know, I've even, I've had people say to me, oh my gosh, you're too, you're so old. Why would you want to compete? Or you're too old to compete. And I'm like, what is your definition of old? Right. If you're looking at a clock and you're looking at a calendar and you're basing your life on that, then yeah, you can, you 
you can decide whatever you think I am, but I don't like looking at clocks and I don't look at calendars and I don't define myself based on what society thinks I should do as far as like an older woman should do. I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't do that. I do what I want to do when I want to do it and how I want to do it. And I don't believe that I'm going to be older tomorrow, which means I'm always young today. Yes. So how can anybody sit there and call me an old woman or an older woman? No, I'm not. I'm young today. We're all young today. Yes. Which means we're all going to be older tomorrow, which and tomorrow never arrives. Tomorrow's always tomorrow. So guess what? We're all young. Yeah. We're all young today. <laughs> you know? It. I love it. <laughs> so um, I like to break stereotypes like that. And I feel like I would be a really good example for a lot of older women out there that have been down on themselves, that do think of themselves in a negative way, that their egos have been kind of bruised because society has doesn't accept them as a beautiful woman or a sexy woman and, and looks at them as they're old. And then they start taking in what society thinks of them and they make it their own. Mm. You know, so I would like to say to women, life doesn't end. People go, oh, life ends at 50. No, life just begins at 50. Yes, preach. You know, you want to <laughs> put on a scrunch bottom and pair of high heels and go, <laughs> get on stage, go do it. <laughs> <laughs> love it love it. yeah um age is just a number um she has created an empire um from a very humble beginning poor um abused in a time in south africa during apartheid um she rose out of those um, tough streets of Zimbabwe um, and she's created um, all kinds of amazing things. I'm going to put uh, a link in the show notes to all these shows and how to get in touch with these people. But if you're looking for inspiration as a woman, um, a woman over 30, over 40, over 50, um, or a man, I was. she definitely made me want to be a better man. And so um, if you're needing inspiration, you got to watch her episode and maybe reach out to her. And uh, she's just a lovely, lovely lady. And, and truly, age is just a number. And, you know, my, my body fat test is another proof of that. Um, you don't have to get old and stop moving and um, get ready for the end. Um, you can still do whatever you ever dreamed of after 50. Don't give up. Never give up. Um, and that's really what she's saying and living that life. And that's what I'm living. So don't give up. You know, tell your parents, tell your grandparents, like, no more excuses. Get moving. Even a 10-minute, five-minute walk, you start there and you build up. Um, really, it's one of the things I, I preach. It's funny. At one point in your life, you're going to start going from, I want to look cute and, and vanity being your main driver until you get to a certain age. For some people, it's 30. Some people, it's 40. Some people, it's 50. But when you hit that age, then you're gonna, something's going to click and you're going to say, longevity. How do I, I want to, I don't, I'm not ready to end here. I'm not ready to get closer to the end than the beginning. So that's when you need to start thinking longevity, which means movement. That's why the geo gets his move back is so important. That's why I preach that you've got to do something, keep moving. Most of the days of the week, exercise five to six times a week. Doesn't have to be in the gym, but you definitely need to include heavy lifting. You must include that as well. So don't give up. Keep moving. Age is just a number. The next show was um, a really fun one with a super high energy girl. Um, love her to death. Um, her, her people love her to death. And um, she's doing something really cool at this place called Evolve Kickboxing. Everything's happening in Vegas. Like, we need to get a few more people, not too many, because we don't want to get it too crowded here in Vegas. But if you're thinking about moving, especially out of California, 
Vegas should be a stop because we have places like Evolve Kickboxing. Let's take a look at what they're doing over there. And yes, it might feel like the community is great, but and it is great. I didn't create that. My team created that. Mm. We created that. The members created that. It took all of us to create that. I can't take credit. I might have maybe inspired them some way along the way, but that's what it's about. You inspire one person and hopefully that person will inspire people along the way. I feel like for me, it's not just about the members. My team is everything to me. They mean everything to me. And I don't mean as workers. My goal is to provide a workplace that can change their life outside of work. Wow. 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 True leadership there. True leadership. Um, instead of taking credit, she's edifying her team and her members. Not taking any credit. That's a sign of a true leader. And that's what I wanted to talk about here. Um, our CEO here at Sticky Paw Studios did the same thing the other day in our staff meeting. He talked about the team that has been created here and how that Travis, our, our lead geek, um, tech geek here, created a, a great team and he instead of taking credit for what we've created here he gave props to them one of those great signs of leadership um, it's the leadership is not about being in charge it's about being taking care of the people in your charge i'll say that again leadership is not about being in charge it's about taking care of the people in your charge and that's what candace is doing over there at evolve kickboxing and she's doing it really well she literally like has a, a a group of people over there that will will probably take a bullet for her that's how that's how passionate they are about what she's doing over there and that's not easy doing um she is one person and she's created a team um, and she's really changing people's lives through exercise and nutrition and community. She's created a culture over there. Culture is king, where people not only want to work there, but they want to work out there because they feel welcome, they don't feel judged, um, and they feel like they can be themselves. So... If you're looking to build a team or build a brand or start something, remember, culture is king, and you need to edify the people on your team, and you need to really kind of make each member like they're your boss. And she went in, in the episode, she basically said that my members are the boss of me, and, and that's a tough place to do because... Our egos want to hold on to that stuff. We want to, oh, yeah, I created this. This is my beast, you know? And, you know, and she says, no, it's, it's the other way around. So, yeah, again, if, you, if you're starting a business or you, your business is struggling, you need to watch that episode with Candace McCutcheon. She's a great, great gal. All right. Next show was with a dude that, again, inspires me to be a better man. Um, a, a guy that you would not expect to be in the skin that he is in, but a um, very amazing guy. Um, this guy is an entrepreneur. He's a trainer of trainers, so next level. Um, and, you know, if you want to level up your life or your personal training business, you need to get in touch with Sean Alexander. Let's see what he's talking about. The mental mindset of it takes what it takes to do the hard shit and, and to, to, to focus on your goals and what, what it really takes. We talked about the shortcuts of maybe steroids, but... What, what, what are the things that you believe in to get to your goals? Are you talking about physically or in life? Both. Um, 
I think they're very similar. So first of all, you have to have, I talk about this all the time, 100% absolute like non-negotiables. You have to have a list of like five to 10 non-negotiables no matter what. Under any circumstances, not for a single soul on the planet, there are certain things you will not compromise. Um, whether it has to do with your routine, your schedule, your beliefs, your core values, um, your standards, like these, there are non-negotiables that you absolutely cannot, that no one can hinder. And if they try to hinder it, bye, kick them to the curb, they don't belong in your life. Because if they can't support you, then they're against you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I love that, the non-negotiables. So I kind of frame it a little bit different. I call it your, um, the f your framework of your mindset, or you, if you think, think about it, your mindset or your non-negotiables are in a frame. So if something is not in what you've created in that framework, meaning in the fitness world, it would be you know, exercising every day or how many ever days it is a week, a certain way you eat, um, just the positive people in your life, maybe your daily practice, your, your gratitude list, all the things you put in your frame that make up your lifestyle. If something doesn't fit in that frame, it either needs to get kicked out or they need to get kicked out. So, He's talking about non-negotiables. I'm talking about what's the framework of your mindset. And so either one is so, so important. And if you um, get a chance, read this book. It's called It Takes What It Takes. <laughs> yeah, It Takes What It Takes, um, a book by Trevor Moad. He is an um, athlete motivator. Um, inspirational guy. He's he's he works on the mentality of being an athlete. He's he one of his main clients, and the person that wrote the forward in his book is Russell Wilson, the the quarterback from the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so they're they've got I think a business together. Um, it takes what it takes, and that really means that. Yeah, a lot of this stuff that we're talking about is hard. Um, it's easier to sit on the couch. It's easier to go, um, I'm going to do McDonald's instead of going home and cooking. But if you want a certain lifestyle, if you want a certain body, it takes what it takes. There's no shortcuts. And each person's different. You're younger, you have certain advantages. As you get older, you lose some of those advantages. Um, different people have different um, physiologies, so you, you, one person can have an easy time with changing their body, and another person might have a very difficult time. Your lifestyle, the people in your life, the people in your family. Some people are single and live alone, like me, and I can control exactly what I'm eating. I have complete control of my domain. But some people live in situations where their family eat a certain way or their families are encouraging to eat bad food because that's just the way they do. Or your significant other doesn't care about their body and they don't really care about what goes into it. So you have to balance what you're trying to do and not make them feel bad. So there's a lot of things that make it difficult but if you want certain things in your life, both in life and your goals in life and your goals with fitness, it takes what it takes and you need to have a framework or a list of non-negotiables. And that is the beginning of how you will get to where you wanna be. All right, we're coming to an end here, but um, this next gal was really um, a breath of fresh air. Another girl that you would say, or another person that you would say, what you see or that book cover doesn't really match what she's got inside. Um, she's got muscles. She's got tattoos. Um, she's got this thick, 
New York accent and energy, um, but she's got a big heart and she's really, she's an influencer, but she's also a personal trainer and coach and she really cares about people. Let's take a look what Jen had to say. So I don't eat bad food like in 20 years. So that's, I know that that's extreme, but for me, Tony Robbins talks in the book Awaken the Giant Within, um, which is, is better via Audible uh, as opposed to reading. He talks about linking, plan and, uh, linking pain and linking pleasure. So for me, it's like when somebody's like, you really haven't eaten anything bad in like 20 years, and I'm like, or 21 years or whatnot, because when I see bad food, like I'm an Italian. I haven't eaten raviolis in 21 years. I haven't eaten pizza in 21 years. So like bad food. So like when I see that food, I see an IV in my arm. I see mm. me having to take a trip to the hospital. So I try to teach people about how to link pain and pleasure. So, uh, but I also, I, I like, I do refeeds. I get a burger. Those things don't aggravate me. Um, I get multiple burgers if I want them. Um, <laughs> Love that sticky pause trailer. <laughs> uh, so Jen, 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 Jenny from the block. Um, yeah, again, she really has a big heart. She really cares about her people. And again, that's the kind of fitness influencer you should follow. Um, and if you want to build a butt, she's got a plan to build a butt that will rock your world, especially you ladies. Um, check her out again. I'll put uh, how to get in touch with her in the show notes. Um, but what I wanted to talk about with Jen, she has a pretty strict regimen with her nutrition because she had, um, some digestive issues going way back. So she's forced to either like immediately choose when she will get that trigger message immediately. If she eats a pizza, she's probably could potentially end up in the hospital, um, with pain. So not everyone has those kinds of triggers. So those are the kind of triggers that, you know, you can either take a pill and still eat like crap, which a lot of people make that choice. But she makes a choice to instead do a mental trick and makes the association with those negative foods and the results that they will cause her. So that's her way of doing it. But if you don't have um, colitis or any of those serious um, uh, digestive problems, you do have to have some mental tricks. You, uh, if When I, my book gets out, you'll, you'll see I have laid out how to do different things. And it's, it's really, I think, fitness is more about the mental game than anything else. So you do have to have tricks to keep yourself on track. But the thing that I do want to say is you don't have to be as hardcore as maybe Jen is, where you don't have bad food any of the time. If you really think about it, if you, if you instead of what you're probably doing now, 90% of the time or 80% of the time you're eating shit, and 10% of the time you're eating something that's really good for you, flip it. So you want to eat 90% of the time clean and 10% of the time on holidays, parties, occasions, special occasions. Um, that's when you can indulge and have those things that you're, you're, that will give you the dopamine hit that you're looking for from you know sweets and savory. So again, you don't have to live a life of never eating junk food again. You don't have to be a food Nazi and, and, and never enjoy a party or a celebration or a birthday party. If you eat clean 85 to 95, 90% of the time, you can indulge, but you don't want to do it too much. It can't be every weekend. And I'm not saying you, you can't have a treat meal. I didn't say cheat. I said a treat meal every weekend, but just one, not a whole day. Not until you get your, to your goal where you can, you know, really get back on track really quick. Do you want to have more than one meal a weekend if you're trying to change your body? 
So again, what I wanted to stress there is she has a very specific plan that she doesn't necessarily teach to all her, her people. Each person's unique, but I just want to give you the general okay that you don't have to eat perfect 100% of the time. That's a really tough lifestyle to try and lead. 90-10. And if maybe you're younger and you're not carbohydrate adverse, um, maybe you can do 80-20. Um, but whatever it is for you, you've got to find that and be consistent with it. Okay. The next guest was a gentleman that you wouldn't think was such a gentleman. Um, he was a former um, AFL, um, that's an indoor football league. Um, he was literally down and out in Vegas on his last nickel, and he talks about his stories and really gives men a permission to cry. And I'm a man, and I have a male ego, and I feel him a lot on this because it is hard in our culture, in our society, to be vulnerable. Um, and it's really important to know men that you can be. So let's, let's see what Terrence has got going on. What else does Terrence Carter got going on outside of football, outside of biosteel? What are you passionate about? Uh, now, uh, throughout my journey um, and my ups, my downs, uh, you know, I kind of share my stories about mental health. Uh, so I just share those kind of stories on my, you know, my Instagram page about mental health, about men actually being honest uh, about their feelings, about, uh, you know, about crying, about, uh, you know, just taking a look in the mirror and saying, hey, you know what, I'm not okay, you know, and th I know that's a big issue with everybody, but it's uh, it's even bigger issue with men that are actually told every day, suck it up, mm. you're, you're, you're fine, stop that crying, you better not, you know, I'll give you something to cry about and everything, and then people wonder why that men aren't able to share feelings and they're not able to uh, process, you know, everything on a daily basis because they've, you know, pounded and, and buried uh, what's actually happened in their life. And so my, uh, I actually speak with a lot of athletes and, uh, and speak with people about their knowing their identity after football. Uh, so that is one thing that I'd love to have a platform on, uh, speaking about mental health and sharing my story, uh, learning about my story, learning about yourself, loving yourself, being happy with yourself, those are so important. Um, you know, outside of that, sharing my story with uh, anybody who will listen. Yeah, um, that was a really good show because um, he um, only got as far as the Arena Football League and he wanted to be an NFL player, which was a dream that died for me back in my 20s and I know how bad I wanted to be an NFL player but that wasn't my path and um, just how it's so hard for many people when they don't hit their dreams they don't get that number one dream they give up um, but there's a great quote that um, and I don't know if you want to say he's a great guy, but um, it's from Winston Churchill. And he said, success is stumbling from failure, failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And that really is it in a nutshell. You might not get to the dream of your life, the first dream of your life, but Keep going, keep going, and have the same enthusiasm for your next project, for your next goal. That can be with your weight, that can be with the life that you wanna live, the job, the career. Again, success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And you know, you really need to watch that show, especially men, that you, you men that have a big ego and, and 
believe in the statement, boys don't cry. Boys do cry, and you should cry, and you should be vulnerable, especially with your significant others. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you need to watch that episode. But um, yeah, so really great guest over the last 10 shows. Um, really happy that they all were able to make it here, and I got some great stuff. I learned so much. I hope you're inspired by some of this because that's my goal. Um, remember, um, I hope this show meets you in good health and spirits, but if not, I hope it inspires you to do something about it. Like, share, write a review on iTunes, um, and until next time, FitFam, I'm out.